Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Sitting back in a leather, not recliner, it's like a leather chair. It's nice, it's deep, it's comfy at the Robusto Room. Join a camel wide filter, glass of Sam Adams. Got a little shot of Jameson, making a little sun in my belly. It's nice. This was going to be, this was going to be, a shorter episode. I only had a couple things on the uh, list you cannot see, but then I added a few things. Just kind of weird personal stuff. Not like super weird, dark, getting real personal stuff, but uh, you know, just some stuff I would kind of want to update people about, whether I brought it up on the show before or whether, you know, it's just something to, to talk about and to get out. Uh, one of them it, it is a bit, you know, um, anxiety ridden, uh, but I'll get to that. Actually, two of them are. Let's just start with I left last week on a cliffhanger about Inception. I will tell you uh, two things, and you'll you'll hear about one of them on two weeks out. No applause, just the clap with Deb, uh, where I do talk about uh, that in a dream she texted me about cupcakes. She needed cupcakes, so when we went to do um, a staggered early record uh, yesterday. Uh, and she said, hey, bring over some supplies. I brought her some cupcakes. And she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, you're the one that texted me in a dream that you need wanted cupcakes, so you get fucking cupcakes. And they're nice. They're the hostess, you know, white curly Q on the top chocolate cupcakes. I mean, who doesn't fucking love those? Terrorists. That's who doesn't love those. But if I haven't talked about it before, I'm sure I have. I have a thing with dreams. I have a thing with weird having psychic premonitions or... Um, because of the depression that I suffer from, my brain chemistry's a little fucked, just a little fucked. And I'm prone to like strange dreams and nightmares. Um, and two weeks ago when I, uh, or last week when I talked about um, the Inception thing, I literally had the strangest dream where I, I knew I was in the dream. I wasn't lucid dreaming, but I, I, I sensed that I was in the dream and I would wake up into another dream. It was very Inception-esque. Um, and this went on for like five levels, so Lord knows what someone was trying to put in my head, or if I was trying to put something in my head, I guess. Can you self-incept? That doesn't make any sense, because you'd know. But my uh, my whole thing was like, it got to the point where like at one point I was in the dream and woke up into the next dream, and it was just me and my dad um, at dinner watching Supergirl at some like bar and grill type place. Like, it was really, like, like it was like, I literally had the most banal, mundane dream. And then the next, you know, couple were probably something trying to steal my brain. Uh, because I have a reoccurring uh, uh, nightmares about things trying to steal my brains or my blood or something that would be used as a metaphor for my creativity. It's been a reoccurring thing for years and years and years that, you know, uh, I had uh, one dream where I actually did vivid dream unfortunately for the uh, the then girlfriend because these vampires were trying to steal my blood in the dream uh, years and years ago and I knew that it was like a metaphor for my creativity and I was like no fuck you vampires you can't have my blood and I uh, got woken up because my girlfriend at the time uh, whose nickname is Piglet because I'm not going to say her name on this out of respect Piglet like woke me up because I, I was uh, I had grabbed her by the back of the head and was like shoving her face, like face down into a pillow. Uh, I wasn't like completely smothering her. Like it, it literally took obviously like one of these like one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand to like wake up. But yeah, for like a good couple seconds, like she was like, "What the fuck?" 
And like, I woke up and I was like, I am so sorry. And she's like, what, what was it this time? And I'm like, you were a vampire trying to take my blood. So I couldn't write anymore. So I did want to bring up kind of the dream thing. Um, I do have psychic premonitions. They're rare, um, but I do have them. And uh, sometimes it's a matter of like, oh, I dreamt you and your boyfriend broke up. And they're like, oh, we broke up like a day ago. We just haven't talked. Um, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Sometimes it was a, a test in school. I think probably some a lot of people have that one. But the dreams, the, the answers kind of a de- have a deja vu-esque aspect to them. Uh, when you're filling out the ABCD on the Scantron. You know, I've also, you know, dreamt that someone's in trouble, and they are, whether it be physically or emotionally. Ever since my car accident, I've had the reoccurring dream, and I think this is just anxiety, uh, true anxiety of, um, I've been having reoccurring dreams of, like, um, almost rear-ending a car again, um, or uh, my brakes go out. And I think that's just my brain trying to go, like, this was a traumatic experience, whether you want to, you know, deny that or not. And I'm going to have to, and I think part of it is the anxiety of, of going to court, which I do tomorrow. Um, someone's going to jump off the weird dreams thing, but I did want to bring it up. Uh, on a cap on this, on a button, as they say in the comedy world, I do have uh, Neil Gaiman's Morpheus, or like the king of dreams, uh, tattooed on my body uh, because of that. Because of my association with dreams. Um, in terms of premonitions or even uh, ideas. I have like a journal by my bed, and when I think of something... Th- when I've talked about the uh, Kathy Hammond podcast, I, know I talked about it two weeks ago and said this, it came out of a dream. Just that one line, I hate Kathy Hammond, came out of a dream. And now, you know, Deb and I talked about like when we're going to sit down and start writing it, which, you know, uh, will kind of be pushed to the back burner, not in a bad way, um, by the State of the Union uh, prep I need to do, uh, which I will talk about because I know that Lizzie listens to this. So I'll just drop in a little meta moment there. So court's coming. The, the note literally says, like, as if I were, like, an old-timey prospector in, in a Western, where it's like, court's a-coming. So court's a-coming. And I don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think my brain is making a bigger deal of it than it than it is. But I think I am anxious just to get it over with and have closure, and I think that's why I'm dreaming about the, the uh, like, failed breaks. Basically, what's going to happen, and, and the cop told me this, that, you know, he hopefully put all the information that I, he saw in the report that the ADA or assistant district attorney uh, will have. Um, hopefully about, the, like, the guy slurring and they have no way to test, you know, if the guy's on pills without any, like, solid evidence, um, and that he, you know, slammed on his brakes at a green light and all that shit. So I'm hoping I can talk to the ADA. I hope that police officer's information is in the report and I can go, look, we can either like plea bargain this down to the lowest thing humanly possible where maybe it's one point on my license and maybe with court fees and all that bullshit, maybe like, you know, 200 bucks, which, you know, used to be to me it would be a lot of money, but I make a, a decent amount of the day job and 200 bucks I can swing, especially because my first car payment more anxiety, comes out of my bank account literally the next day. So I'm hoping to, to try to keep financially solvent um, through court and uh, and that, maybe that's why I'm dreaming, it's it just that one-two financial punch. But I'm not going to be hurting, it's not going to be destitute uh, or some kind of Dickensian street urchin begging for change and porridge. Uh, that will not happen. But yeah, so maybe that's, maybe that's where the dreams are coming from and the anxiety 
Um, I'm wringing my hands while I'm talking about it, so I think you know subconsciously I might be worried about it. Um, and I, I I don't think it's worrying about the financials. I think it's just worrying about getting the closure and it being done and being finally able to just move on and go, yeah, okay, great, whatever. Who gives a shit? I know it's not going to raise my insurance because the insurance is already, the claim's already closed out and I had the small accident forgiveness. So, because they didn't end up paying out on the guy's pretty much undamaged truck because he's an asshole. But uh, because I've got a weird schedule where I'm, instead of having like Monday and Tuesday off or a weekend, quote unquote, that I've, I've got like, I work one day, work or have one day off, work a couple days, I have tomorrow off for court. Uh, my schedule's gotten really fucked up. Um, so I, I, the list says, to-do list is to-done list, because I had to get everything fucking done on Monday, knowing that I don't know what my schedule's gonna look like um, in terms of just time management on Thursday, the day I go to court. Yeah, it's in the morning, but then I don't know what's gonna happen. So the odds are I'm gonna go to court in the morning, I'll be out in late morning, very early afternoon. I, I can't imagine I would be there longer than a couple hours, really. And then um, I'm gonna have to go and sit down somewhere and uh, edit a bunch of uh, shit, this shit included, um, because I, I have just, I've gotten, I've edited a bunch of stuff, but I haven't uploaded to um, offsite servers or, um, or external hard drives. Um, so I need to like kind of play catch up on a few things that normally I would have done on the Tuesday I normally would have had off um, and, and worked. So I've got what I need to get done, like what absolutely has to get done for the day-to-day -day running of the network done. Um, but now I just need to finish a bunch of back-end stuff, um, just get back on schedule and be completely clear of it, clear the desk. But, I mean, I went and looked into my car registration, which is yet more money than I have, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, I got a haircut, um, I'm gonna do my laundry after this, that's why I'm probably talking very fast, because I need to record this, finish my drinks, and get the fuck out of here, not driving drunk, don't worry, it's just a beer and a shot. But yeah, I got the to-do list done, and it feels really good to look at this list that was like eight or nine things, and now I'm down to three, and one of them just like a running reminder of something I've got to do, uh, that's got nothing to do with the network, so it feels really good to have a really short... Uh, to-do list. Uh, I'm gonna take a look at the network one really quick. Right here, let me click. Network one, not that bad. Um, Deb brought up some stuff that um, the website's being a little twitchy and I need to double check some code. Um, and I need to post something online that I should have a couple days ago. I need to update the blog, which I will get to uh, in a moment. That's something I am gonna talk about on the show. Blog, per se, it's kind of tangential. But uh, I guess I'll use the segue, me and Deb talking. Uh, so we did meet up on Tuesday to, like I said, do the staggered early recording on, on for no applause, just the clap that'll come out in a couple weeks. And she and I did have a little tete-a-tete about what, very, very briefly um, and very surfacely, surfacely, that can't be a word, but very, um, I already said briefly, but um, uh, you know, we didn't get too deep into it. But we talked about, um, she, she and I did talk about, a little bit about what she wants to bring up the State of the Union. Um, and some of my thoughts, and I bounced them off of her, they got bounced back immediately with a hard uh, negative. Which is fine, she explained why she reacted that way, and it's not like she was yelling at me. Um, but I was like, why, why do you, you know, are bucking at this idea? And she basically told me that I've been misunderstanding her for literally months. Um, that when she says 
that she feels steamrolled, she doesn't mean in conversations on air, which is what I thought she meant. I thought she meant that Lizzie and I kind of took over the conversations. She meant that a, more literally in that when her schedule changed and she we weren't able to all three of us be there on, um, we usually recorded on, on Saturday afternoons, well, Saturday mornings, but Saturday afternoons, or just Saturdays, really. Um, when she had to work Saturdays, um, she felt steamrolled because I had kind of given her the hope that I would talk to Lizzie and say, let's figure out a way where all three of us can be here or figure something out where, you know, um, and that's what we're figuring out right now um, since Lizzie's going to be out of town this week and Deb and I did the, like I said, staggered future recording that maybe every other week Lizzie and I um, record and then Deb and I record. She meant that she felt steamrolled in that Lizzie and I had just kind of taken over recordings, um, period, and left her out. And we had kind of literally steamrolled her into not being on the show, which is an unfortunate misunderstanding for two months because it makes her feelings fester, and I didn't know why um, and didn't think to ask because of the misunderstanding. Now that she's explained it to me, obviously off-air, you know, this is something I can bring up to Lizzie, and like I said, he, I believe he listens to the show on a regular basis, so he'll hear this, and maybe when he's back in town, um, you know, I can do some preemptive uh, work with him and go, this is how she feels, let's start working on a schedule on where we can all be on the show, or if we're okay with, and all of us need to be okay with, maybe the uh, every other week thing, um, which would be nice, because then that would, you know, free me up in terms of a lot of, um, Transportation, a lot of, uh, um, oh, God damn it, what is that word? Travel, don't worry about it. Um, a lot of commuting, that's the word I was looking for. Um, a lot of commuting from where I work kind of south to all the way, like, northwest to Lizzie, and then Deb's kind of centrally located in Denver. And uh, so I think, in the end, I think we all need to sit down, and, and Deb had talked to me about... I need to do maybe some pre-work on this and get some prep done. Um, she's afraid when it all gets started without any kind of pre-laid um, understandings, the way I didn't understand, that her frustration might boil over. And I know that at I've had moments in my life where I know that if I bring up a issue to a person, trying to be as constructive as possible, but my frustration will get the better of me and I'll just kind of yell. Um, I think that's very human. Um, I don't begrudge her that by any means. Um, I understand it, so I'm willing to take the steps to make sure that when we have a state of union for the network itself between uh, Lizzie, Deb, and I, that everything goes smoothly and there aren't any miscommunications or there's there aren't any moments where like, oh, that's what you meant, or like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> let's let's avoid that at all costs, please. Lastly, th this is a bit more. Uh, I don't know. Personal, maybe impersonal. I'm, I'm not sure, but the uh, you know uh, there's little less than two weeks away from the presidential election, um, and I'm not going to get super political on the show. I do that enough in the columns I write, which is what I'm going to talk about a little bit. Um, the contract's almost over. It's been a blast. I know I need to update our blog, which I brought up like 20 minutes ago. Uh, the end of the contract's coming up, and I'll be like I said, trying to update our blog with. with columns, but uh, 
it's been bittersweet. Um, I think I talked about it very early on when I first started writing the columns almost six months ago that it was going to be a fun headache writing about politics, U.S. politics, uh, this, this election year. Um, and it has been uh, a very fun headache. But it's bittersweet with it coming to a close. Um, the bitter part being the uh, election results. And the sweet part being, I got to write about politics again, and it was a lot of fun. It's always fun when you get to uh, accuse a vice presidential candidate of being a lizard in a man suit. I'll let you decide which one um, I, I did. Or uh, I'll try to update the blog with that column, and, and you guys can find out who I'm talking about. We'll see where, where it goes after that. I mean, I've been talking to uh, Mike and, uh, I'm sorry, Jim, Jim Cargrove, my editor, um, about any other work he's got for me, and uh, we shall see where it goes. Um, I, in terms of what we've been talking about afterwards, um, I might do a couple kind of aftermath columns, um, kind of a bookend, um, or, or a punctuation mark, a period, hopefully not a comma on um, the presidential election and what, you know, entailed me writing all the columns in my research and all that. But uh, I think I want to do something not political op-ed. I may still want to do op-ed, I'm not sure, which is short for opinion editorial. It just means that I get to, you know, voice my opinion and not facts, though I try to include facts as much as I can because can't win an argument without them, which has been an interesting uh, theme uh, this political election. So. On that note, because I don't want to get tied into a bunch of political shit, um, and that's what it is. It's one bull of shit versus the other. This has been the show. That's it. That's the list you cannot see. I know I kind of wound down in a really weird way, and I'm sorry. Uh, no cliffhangers this episode. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I almost forgot what it stood for. These have been my acute mental neuroses, which is what it stands for. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.